Jimmy G or Derek Carr, who would you rather have for this upcoming season and who would you rather have for the next three years? So who's cheaper? Yeah. So yeah, let's go through a few of these numbers. It's interesting. So I did break down both of their careers. I'll run, I'll throw a few things out and then we could have the 10, 15 minute debate on who would you rather have and did the GMs make the right choice? So first of all, both drafted 2014 in the second round. Derek Carr, 36th pick. Jimmy G, 62nd pick. So relatively close. In fact, there was no quarterbacks taken between Derek Carr and Jimmy G. So in fact, that draft, it was Blake Bortles, third pick. Johnny Menzel, 22nd. Teddy Bridgewater, 32nd. So that was the first round. And then we had Derek Carr, first pick in the second round, and then Jimmy G, their um, second pick in the second round. And no one else was drafted really till the fourth round after that. That was Tom Savage. So, I, so yeah, interesting that they both came second round and now, you know, they both were free agents. So I'm just going to throw out a few numbers here. Um, Derek Carr, pro bowler, four-time, four-time pro bowler, Three of those times he was pro bowler was seasons two to four. So now it's been nine seasons played. Again, yeah, seasons two to four, he was a pro bowler. Like four-year gap, but no pro bowl. And then he was selected this last year um, to the pro bowl, which I don't know if I agree with, but but he was. Um, career passer rating, 91.8. Jimmy G, career passer rating, 99.6. Wow, Derek Yep. Yeah. Derek Carr completion percentage, 64.6 or 65%. Jimmy G, 68% completion percentage. So pretty close there. Yards per game, Derek Carr, 248. Jimmy G, 239. Um, Yards per attempt, I thought this was interesting. Derek Carr, 7.1. Jimmy G, 8.3. it did actually, one thing that was interesting, Jimmy G actually had the highest yards per completion in 2021, so two years ago. So he actually uh, does throw that ball downfield. Um, QBRs above 60, Derek Carr had two seasons where he had QBR above 60, his highest 64.3. Jimmy G had one year at 60.8. Um, excluding like the, the Pats years where he only started a few games. Derek Carr, let's see, one playoff game, 142 games started, one playoff game. Of the 142 games started, he has 63 wins, so about a 44% winning percentage. Uh, I know it's a team, but i uh, just throwing that oh, out there. So oh, you se- do? Seven, so that averages out about seven to eight wins per season. Jimmy G, 67 games started. So really like almost like a third of what Derek Carr's done. Of the 67, he's 140. And that's about a 70% winning percentage. So that comes out to about 12 wins per season. Um, Two more things I want to throw out. Oh, he, oh, yeah, he did six playoff games for Jimmy G. Uh, four wins in those games, two losses. Uh, obviously, the Super Bowl being one of them. Um, two more things I want to throw out. 
FanDuel odds to win the division, the Raiders, prior to Jimmy G. So this goes back to our March 7th podcast. Plus 1,300, no change after adding Jimmy G. So, and then Derek Carr, um, Saints to win the division, plus 115 um, now, and before it was plus 120. And so relatively no change there. <clears throat> and last number I want to throw out. Derek Carr, four-year contract, 150 million, 100 million guaranteed, averages out to 37.5 million a year. Jimmy G, three-year contract, 73 million, 45 million guaranteed, averages about to 24 million per year. So I ask you, Travis, lots of numbers. Who would you rather have at that price? Well, that was a. Uh impressive i thought when you said i i i looked at their background and and looked at the numbers i thought you were just gonna spit wins and losses at me but you actually looked at uh more than wins and losses so congratulations to you thank you, uh, thank you. and and you also conceded that wins and losses are a team thing not a quarterback thing which was weird though quarterback has a major influence <laughs> on that team's win losses i would say they are the leader of the team. He has some influence, but he's one of 22 players. Um, and then, uh, and the short answer to your question is, I'll take Jimmy G because he's cheaper. Uh, I think they are similar quarterbacks and, um, you know, average. You, you know, they're not terrible. If you have a really good team around them, then you can probably go somewhere in the playoffs. And if you have a crappy team around them, you're going to be crappy. You're like, they're not going to elevate a team. They're also not going to drag a team down. So I'll take uh, I'll take uh, whoever's cheaper if I'm a team. And then as far as who I think is going to do better, well, I don't know. Raiders versus Saints? I don't know. Probably we'll have a similar performance. They'll probably both end up at like 7 to 10 wins. <clears throat> and I'm assuming you would take Jimmy G, not because he's cheaper, but because he's more <laughs> handsome and beautiful. <laughs> well, that, that was exactly it. And then him being less expensive definitely helps. If they cost the same, who would you take? Oh, that's tough, but is Derek they Carr cost the same? Is Derek Carr worth $14 million more per year? Well, no. That's why I'd take Jimmy G. But you're asking yeah. if they cost the same? Yeah, but yeah, if they're the same. Uh... I don't know. I guess it probably goes down to team fit. I mean, I, I looks like from this from the stats you gave me, you know, they're pretty similar in the stats. Jimmy G may be a little bit better. I think he had a much better team around him in the 49ers versus the Raiders. So a lot of those stats, you know, are not, you know, depend on having good teammates like like he had and good coaching and stuff. Um I would probably take Derek Carr, though, just because Jimmy G gets injured, injured every single year, right? He had one year where he didn't get injured. So he's The reason he's played a third of the games is not because he's younger. You said they're the same draft year. It's because he's always injured. So yeah. I'd probably take Derek Carr, but uh, given how much cheaper Jimmy G is, I'll go ahead and take the handsome boy. <laughs> yeah, well, I think that is – probably when the GMs were looking at it, I think that is the one major downfall for Jimmy G, right? He just can't stay on, on the field. Yeah. Uh, so two seasons, I would say he had full seasons. 
um, both okay. 2021 two and two 2020. Yeah, two out of nine. Well, yeah, in two years with the Pats, so pretty much two out of the past seven. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's well, uh, well, not sorry, two of six. Sorry, two. Two of six. Yeah, not, three years not with great. the Pats, and then six with the Niners. Yeah, exactly. So, um, definitely a red flag, though. I mean, obviously, you want to have your quarterback available, but and throwing this out here, having Jameis Winston as a backup, bad, right? If you were to yeah, have Jimmy fine. G, Jameson Winston as a backup, I think yeah, you would go fine. further. Feel and and have an extra fourteen million a year. Oh, I, you're I, saying you're saying the Saints should have grabbed Jimmy G than Derek Carr. Yeah, I'm, I'm just wondering, when I look at Derek Carr, and I know, in fairness, he has gone through a lot of coaches. He's had, um, he was kind of thrown in the situation early, and, and he did really well. But I do wonder if he is one of those players that you look at the first three to four years, which he had, right? Three Pro Bowls in the first four years. And that kind of set him up for this, like, assumption that he's still um, – you know, still a top tier or mid tier quarterback. And it seemed like there was quite a bit of interest for his services once he became a free agent. I don't feel the same for Jimmy G. Obviously, injury is a huge, huge thing there. But if you had a solid backup, it just seems like it seems like going after Jimmy G could have been a better option for a lot of these teams. Because oh, yeah. even like if he's, if he's Carr, cheaper. Yeah. Do it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I do you think they I haven't really read a whole lot about this, but do you think the Raiders feel like they got a steal at that price, or do you think that was about the fair market value? I know we kind of talked back and forth of or texted of how much is he actually worth? Do you think seventy three over three years is do you think the Raiders are looking at this and saying, Oh, we got a good deal or Hey, this is really what the market rate was. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's tough to know without being inside of it, but I would say uh, I don't know. It's not terrible. I mean, they didn't pay thirty million, um, but I am kind of surprised he got twenty-four million, given that last year there was no interest in him at all. Yeah, and I don't know. I forgot, but I believe it was at a smaller number than twenty-four million you know, last year and, and no one cared to, to trade for him. Um, so yeah, I'm surprised that it's 24 million. I wonder if they had other competition or if they just kind of plopped it on them. Yeah. Yeah. And I know we talked about this last time, so we don't have to go in detail here now, but I do wonder what other teams were interested um, actually interested. I, I wonder if it was even like a Falcons, but then when, because Heineken, did he sign before or after Jimmy G? Maybe before. Um, yeah. The Falcons. And then, I wonder if some of these teams did send feelers out and said, hey, you know, for what we're going to get, we want to bring in this, we want to have like our, our rookie QB or second or third year QB um learn from so and so it wasn't worth the cost to bring him over. Yeah. But 
But I do look at the Raiders, and I feel like this is probably one of the best scenarios that you could have landed, right? Oh, I mean, they're not because you got to uh, win the division, but you got that. You got Devontae Adams. Is that why? You have De- well, that, yeah, you know, you have a ticked off Devontae Adams, but you have Devontae Adams. They, I think they just signed today, they signed, um, uh, or yesterday, I think Jacoby Myers, Pat's okay. uh, Pat's receiver. I mean, their best receiver, I'm not saying a whole lot, but. Um, and then you have a good running back, right? Jacobs was good last year. I think they franchise tagged him this year. Okay. And so you've got some good weapons around you. You're walking into an offense that, you know, Josh McDaniels is an offensive-minded coordinator or, or head coach. And so, and you're comfortable with him already. You kind of know his offensive scheme. It seems like it's a situation where he could come in and do well. Again, I don't think they're going to win the division just because you have the Chargers, Chiefs, and and the Broncos, which uh, say what you will with the Broncos. But um, I, I think the division's too hard, but I think that they could be fighting for a playoff spot. Well, yeah, they made the playoffs a year ago. Um because, right, mm-hmm. I think three teams could make the playoffs from a division. And that was without Devontae Adams, and they had a down year last year. Like, yeah, I could see them in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it'll be good to finally have Jimmy G away from the 49ers. I mean, I guess he's on the Patriots, but he didn't play a lot. But it'd be good to have a sample size away from the 49ers to see if it was, uh, you know, the 49ers team and coaching that elevated him or if he's actually as good as his stats say he is. Um, and uh, we'll, uh, I guess, yeah, we'll see if you're right here in a year. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. So early prediction. Where do they end up? The the Raiders? Oh, somewhere between seven and, seven and ten wins, somewhere in there. Seven to ten. Can you narrow that range down? <laughs> That's Are you three eight wins. to nine or seven to eight? I mean, where what, you want me to there? pick a single one? I mean, eight and a half. How about eight and a half? Eight and a half. You think that's the let's see what the I don't think they have. So there's the Saints win odds, but yeah, they don't have the or I, at least I don't see it for the um for the Raiders. But yeah, eight and a half. I think that's fair. Yeah, um, yeah. I wonder. For me, I, yeah, I might take seven and a half. I might eight and a half. I might take the under for how hard that division is. Seven and a half. What happened to all your love for Jimmy G? I, I, I have it. I don't know if Devonte Adams is. I, yeah, I guess he'll play. Right, he has a huge contract. Yeah, I guess I would take the eight and a half. I guess I just don't know how, how many times do they have to play the Chargers and the Chiefs. Do you have to play him four times? Yeah, and the Broncos twice. Yeah, you play each person twice. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I think they could win the. They could beat. <clears throat> excuse me. They could beat the Broncos at least once. Chargers one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Eight and a half. I take the over. I take nine. I think nine wins. I think they could do it. It's out there. It's on the pod. I can yeah. see them going nine and eight. Yeah, or eight and nine, or seven and ten, or ten and seven. Yeah, I mean it's all just like the bounce of the ball at that point. Yep, yep. Um, and then 
Saints. So I see they're over under, I think it's nine and a half. Whoa. Vegas is liking the the Derek Carr upgrade. How many games did they win this past year? Like six, seven? I think it, I think it was seven. But I think that that division got worse. Right? Yeah, I guess the Bucks. Bucks well, are up. Yeah. I mean, it went from plus one twenty to plus one fifteen with Derek Carr, so it's not like it shifted all that much. Um, the Panthers are going all in on their rookie QB now, so their odds went from plus two sixteen to, um, oops. One second, had it, and then <laughs> it refreshed. Well, according uh, to you, where the division doesn't matter, coaching doesn't matter, the team doesn't matter, <laughs> all about wins and losses for the quarterback, according to you, Vegas is actually projecting Derek Carr to be better than Jimmy G, right? With nine and a half wins projected for the Saints. I mean, I would think you would just ignore the division and uh, – and count those nine and a half wins all to Derek Carr. So it looks like he's going to be a better quarterback, at least according to Vegas predictions. Well, well. so the one thing I would have to add for the Vegas predictions is the Bucks went from plus 450 down to plus 500. Yeah, but other teams don't matter. Division doesn't matter, man. It's just wins well, they, and losses. they play the Bucks twice, right? And so that's like – they're playing Baker Mayfield. No, no. no offense. You never, you never take into account the division when talking about the glorious Tom Brady and the crappy division he played in for 20 years. You can't start taking it into account now. Well, that's true. That's true. So yeah, I would say at the end of the year, I think I think Jimmy G's gonna have a have a better year than Derek Carr. I think Derek Carr is gonna play like Andy Dalton, which wasn't bad, but it wasn't it wasn't, I mean, I, I don't want to say Pro Bowl because I, I, Pro Bowl is what now, who knows, but it, it wasn't like a, a high level. I mean, obviously Andy Dalton is no longer with the Saints, so it wasn't good enough. So you are betting against Vegas then. You think Jimmy G will have a better year, you sh- so you're going to parlay the Raiders over and the Saints under and, and ride that ticket. <clears throat> yep, I think so. I think... I think the Panthers, I am a little intrigued by the Panthers. Yeah, I think that division is is bad. And I know the Saints play those guys six times throughout the year. But yeah, I don't feel, I don't feel like Derek Carr is adding a whole lot to that team. I think he has a slight upgrade to Andy Dalton, but not enough for it to swing two wins. I could see them going eight and, well, I guess eight, nine or nine. Yeah, eight, nine. And maybe making the playoffs. But it's nine and a half. I would take the under, nine and a half. Hmm. Well, good luck with that. I hope you win. Uh, all right, what would you do? Nine and a half over or under? For the Saints? For the Saints. Uh, I don't know. I haven't really looked at anything. So they won seven games last year, and is it basically the same team? Basically the same team, right? And it's just Besides a worse division, so they don't have to play 
Tom to go crazy twice a year. <laughs> oh, they got Taysom Hill. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, they do have him. <laughs> Uh, nine and a half. So can he can he win three more games than last year? Mm. Nah, two more games. They go nine and eight. Nine and eight. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, nine and eight probably gets you the playoffs. So we'll see. We'll see if they. Well, yeah, the Bucks made it with a losing record last year. So. True. 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 Um, so I think that that solves the uh, the Jimmy G Derek Carr debate more evenly matched in terms of stats than maybe we thought going in to this conversation. No, than you thought. I always the, thought oh, yeah. they were they were similar quarterbacks, <laughs> well, average Joe, you know. Uh, but we'll have to do a recap when we see how Jimmy G does with the Raiders if he's really the Wonder Boy or if it was just his team. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So we'll, we'll do a, a one year anniversary of this call and see what happens with that. Mm-hmm. Um, real quick. One thing did want to highlight a few things did change. Bears went from plus four fifty, which I thought was interesting down to um, the down, down to plus 300. Um I, I, yeah, I did think that was interesting with uh, them doubling down on fields. I know that was a topic we had last week. Well, which yeah. was interesting because a lot of the predictions we made this year or last week actually happened. So we were ahead of it. I think we did. You, have, your, your prediction, yeah, you got Rodgers to the Jets, man. We had Rodgers Jets. I thought we had cards to the Saints too. And then we also had Jimmy G to the Raiders. I think you had all those. I think I said, I don't know where people are going. <laughs> well, no, I but, think I was I, I was heavily influenced by the Vegas odds. You told me like Vegas had a minus 400 Rodgers to the Raiders. So I was like, well, that's probably what's going to happen. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you nailed all these. <clears throat> yeah, I just didn't think uh, Jimmy G was going to get half amount that, uh, that uh, Derek Carr got, but. Isn't it, it two thirds? Is. Twenty four versus thirty, some odd. Well, one, yeah, one fifty versus seventy three, and then guaranteed one hundred versus forty five. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But you're right, yeah, thirty seven point five versus twenty four. Well, I don't. Both of them are probably going to be average and not going to get the remainder of their contracts. So yeah, it's probably the guaranteed half. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. The, yeah, the the one hundred versus forty five. Um. One other thing, now that Tom Brady's out, what do we think about quarterbacks playing late into their their age? I think I think Tom Brady definitely was an outlier. I mean, you look at Matt Ryan, you look at some of these other guys. Do you think contracts will change? So, folks, I mean, we we have the this conversation with Rogers now. I guess is. Are we going to see a lot more of a drop off with normal quarterbacks, or even even Rodgers, obviously way better than a normal quarterback? But physically, do you think we're going to see more of a drop off? Like, I think in baseball, you've seen that where they don't give out ten year contracts anymore when players are thirty five, like they used to, right? Without the the steroids. Yeah, I think Brady's an outlier. I mean, I think it's doable if you take care of your body like Brady did. Um... 
hopefully Mahomes does so that he can rack up enough titles. Yep, yep, yeah, we'll see. We'll see with Mahomes. But yeah, no, it is kind of interesting. I guess that's where the avocado idea.